I just want to make a quick announcement because we know that you know that we know there's a lot of celeb news going on this week. We have Gigi Hadid, who breaks up with her boyfriend every four and a half hours and is now pregnant. And the hills are alive with the sound of KCAV's divorce. But guess who isn't going to spend time covering that today? I pledge of allegiance to the flag of Calabasas. I mean, Calabasas really is the most relevant part of the U.S. So I really think that pledge of allegiance like could be changed to that, like change.org petition. I mean, we could start it. Do you know why it basically is the center of the universe? Tell me. Because people worship these little ladies called... Ba-dum, bum, bum, ba-dum, bum. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? My roommate and I in college had a dance to the Kardashians jingle. Stop it right now. I'm not kidding you. Can I see it? Yeah. Okay. It was like... Is it like the parent trap, like, the, like a little, of. like, dance handshake? Honestly, kind of. Okay, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. It was like my cardio in Penn State. So. No, I love that. Honestly, the biggest hustler of all is being Paris Hilton's assistant and then your mom selling a sex tape of you. And now you literally are the most relevant person in America. So honestly, Kris Jenner, media mastermind, the Kardashians, obviously doing something right, famous for nothing, except they are something now. So we're going to dive into our stories and give you the behind the scenes of what these people are actually about. Get a load of this. I want you to... Enter a deep state meditation and think about life without the Kardashian Jenners. I mean, really let that sink in, sink in to the bras we haven't been wearing in quarantine, sink in to our greasy hairballs. Just think about that. It would mean that I wouldn't have my good American jeans, which actually are my favorite and fit me well. I would not have my overpriced, ridiculously overpriced skin pajamas. It would mean that I don't have a lip kit that dries me out every time I use it and I need to drown myself in aquaphor. It would be a really different world for reality TV and just television in general. Dude, when you think about it, I feel that everyone on this planet knows the Kardashians. Think about it. I feel like my grandparents know who Kim Kardashian is. That's the impact they have in this bitch. And when you think about that, I mean, Emily, you like grew up basically painting Kylie Jenner's nails and like braiding her hair. No, it's insane because like you were saying, everything they say is a headline. They're so relevant. They're so everywhere, oversaturated. They're always doing the craziest shit to keep up. Literally. And yeah, I mean, for me, they're literally (laughs) basically my neighbors. It's insane. So you guys, I grew up in the little town of Calabasas, may have heard of it, home of Health Nut, home of the Commons, home of Hidden Hills. And let me just tell you a little backstory. The first house from the very first season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, where they lived in before they struck gold and, you know, who could forget, who could forget they were actually like asked to leave the community because they were too fucking loud. Damn. So Damn. that's just a little behind Damn. the scenes. But yeah, I want to dig into it, guys, because I, these people were a part of my life. Well, before we start, I just want to say, like, give the little peeps a little backstory. Because the reason we're really doing this episode is because I'm talking to you, Middle America. I'm talking to you, Katie. I'm talking to you, Susan. You guys are obsessed with these people. Obsessed. Like, we did our Housewives episode last week talking about our experiences with the Housewives. And let me tell you, like, soccer moms came 
out of peeling their oranges, of stocking up on Gatorade to listen to it. Like, because people are obsessed. And I get it. Reality TV, like, we need to escape this purgatory. And it's pure, mindless entertainment. But for whatever reason, like, people are obsessed with reality stars. I think it's escapism. In a way, it's, totally. like, what your life could be. It's, like, distracting you from everything else happening. You're literally just falling into a sinkhole of Hermes bags and... No. In mansions and honestly it's like not a bad way to spend your day i actually read articles saying that binge watching tv isn't being frowned upon now it's actually just a way to relax so if you're stuck in quarantine and you're tired of rewatching tiger king and coming up with conspiracy theories about carol baskin give the kardashians a try start from square one start from episode one the beginning back to the basics and i swear to god watching these people's transitions and i don't just mean plastic surgery i mean their literal growth and stories is honestly the next great american novel hemingway is a could pl- never is applauding from the grave could never no, but like at the rate we're going like we are they are applauding people who are turning into couch vegetable potatoes like you won't even need to pay for butt injections because your ass is going to grow the size of Saturn watching all of these shows until we're quarantining till 2069 so let's dig into it wait I just want to ask you quick because you were like you know it's escapism it's what our life could be if you could be any of the Kardashian Jenners Emily which one would you be and why and keep in mind, you guys, we've met a handful of them many times. There's a difference between my favorite and who I would be. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, my favorite is Chloe because I think she's the most real and relatable. I really can't say if I took a lie detector test, um, like who her father is. No. I really just don't feel like I'm convinced enough. OJ Simpson. No, like oh, at this oh, point in time. I don't have a crown. I swear it's just a bad cough. No, mm. at this point in time, I'm not comfortable answering that question. Chloe is great because I think she's a badass bitch. She's always embraced exactly who she is. She's gone through some shit and she's always persevered. But um, so I think I respect her the most. But in terms of who I would be. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go. Okay. It would be Kylie, except I don't want a baby, but like she's literally living a Barbie dream life. Honestly, Kendall is the most low key. She does what she wants. She's a fucking supermodel, always traveling the world. And she just seems like she's the most relaxed and chill and like out of the craziness. So either her or Kylie, just because Kylie's life looks fun as fuck. I'm bored one night and I decided to build an amusement park full on six flags in my yard for my one-year-old who will never remember this in their wildest dreams. Like, why the fuck not? I'm tired of wiping my asshole with money. So I might as well just put a roller coaster on my chimney. Yeah, their decorator or their like party planner that they've used for years, Mindy Weiss, is like an icon and she always always plans these insane things you see on Instagram of literally a bobblehead of like Stormy's face. That's like a giant balloon that you can ride on into Jupiter. And they probably cost up of $200,000 like for one party. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's insane. But what about you? I think I would probably honestly be Kim. She's the OG. You know what? She, ha- she is the reason they are all rich or Chris. Chris is like laughing her ass to the bank, that lady. And I love her for it. But Icon. the only thing with being Kim is like, she's married to like the, like I'm sure Kanye is an awesome guy and I respect him, but like, I feel like it's being married to like Bozo the Clown. Like he's crazy. <laughs> That's exactly my thing too. Like I just couldn't do it. It's crazy. And also like Chris, like it's great that she's like yachting in Tuscany every other second, <laughs> but I don't think I'd want to manage like all these psychopaths and like it would literally drive me up the wall. I would burn out in 42 seconds. But think about it. Like Chris is just living the dream. Like besides being married to, you know, a guy who's now a girl, like 
she has this like hot young guy. I don't know if she's still with him, but whatever. She's she getting is, yeah. young, hot ass. She's making billions. She's Pawn. laughing all the way to the bank, honey. Oh. You can complain as much as you want about them and their lifestyle and how obnoxious it is. But guess what? They don't give a fuck about you and they're settled and happy and jealousy is not a cute look. Take note, hun. They're making millions off your little eyeballs. But it wasn't always this way. So, they actually have quite, not humble beginnings, but less Bel Air-esque beginnings. It all started when Emily Blair Marcus... Went to Riverway Ranch no. Camp. Here we go. I'm like, this whole empire started with Emily. Y'all. Okay, I'm going to give you a little, a little fun tale. For those of you who are probably normal, like live in a normal area, like just a normal childhood, you probably went to sleepaway camp. Did you, Taylor? Um, did I go to sleepaway camp? I definitely... You're that girl who went to sleepaway camp as a CIT and no. like hooked up with all the counselors. Like, yeah, I definitely worked at the YMCA. I'm not going to explain what happened because like, I don't know the protocol, but precisely. I grew up in Connecticut. So like, it was cute. It was posh, but like nowhere near Calabasas. I mean, let's be real. So the thing is like, even in this area, there's a lot of sleepaway camps. Like the normal one is like where you go to some rustic area in the woods and you guys all sleep in these bunk beds and you do hikes and you do like activities on the grass, like normal things for a few weeks. Normal things. I went to a sleepaway camp. I literally had to beg my mom for years to let me go. And I only went for two years because it's goddamn expensive. Um, it is literally a five-star resort for kids. Let me just tell you about this sleepaway camp. You're not going to believe what I'm going to tell you, Taylor. Like, like get ready. No, get I feel your- like you guys left with gel manicures in Connecticut. We had to like take dirt off hot dogs that fell on the ground and roast them and eat them. And that was our activity. Okay. Let me tell you how this camp worked. I'm scared. So I want to paint the, okay. You walk in and it's literally a magical fairy dust wonderland of amazingness. At the camp, they had a water park, a go a go-kart park, a lake where you can jet ski, water ski, go on houseboats, like you name it. The activities you sign up for are things like cheerleading, spa day, like musical theater. Like it is insane. So you have to be balling. Like if Sally from Utah is like, I want to go here one year. They're like, show us the money, sis. No, it doesn't even like compare. And the cabins, get ready, air conditioned and carpeted how what's the age range we're talking here like stormy weber or like what's this age? probably like five to like 15 and then you can go through their you know counselor program and also they family camp because why the fuck not and you guys wild the other thing about this camp is they literally had like you know like for canteen you can own like you, your parents put in money and you can literally only buy like a tampon and lemonade at this place you're able to get soda candy a back rub like everything and let me tell you the only normal part was like we still had normal weird camp shit. Like we didn't know the counselor's real names. You only know them as like Tigger and Froggy. And like, so it was one of those. I feel like it's like, was the place, you know, those manicures where like little fish pick the dead skin off uh, your feet. hundred percent. That was created at this day camp by Stormy day Weber's camp. fetus. They also had this thing called the blob, which like you bounce yeah. onto like this thing. And then the person sitting at the end goes at flying into the lake. I thought I broke my nose in there. I'm like pretty dramatic. But Did I you push Kylie Jenner off the blob? Even better, Kylie Jenner was in the bunk next to mine. And this was not that big of like a hoo-ha for me because I like grew up with her. I knew that she was around. We have mutual family, friends, whatever. But there were people in my bunk who were like freaking out, having panic attacks. Where's the Zanny? Like when they found out that Kylie, and these people weren't even from the middle of the country. They were from San Diego. I'm like, you need to calm down. Like what the fuck? 
And I will always, always, always remember this. When then Bruce Jenner dropped Kylie off at this, like the little area for us to drive to this magical wonderland camp. Yeah. He was wearing purple aviator glasses and wait, slippers with giant 3D frogs on them. I thought you were going to say like tiaras. No, basically probably hiding in his hair, but like it was just ridiculous. And like, that was my life. And also, as you guys know, Kylie is, you probably know, is quarantining with her friend Stassi, Anastasia, who got famous literally for being Kylie's best friend. They're like twerking in TikTok videos. Stormy's like, when can I watch Trolls? Like, can you guys hurry it up? Anastasia went to my middle school, sat in front of me in science class, used to clean my glasses for fun, literally had stringy hair, braces, acne. She also participated in the fab of wearing uh, roll down Uggs and booty shorts. She was 100% that bitch. She asked me to invite her to my bat mitzvah and you better believe it says it was Hollywood themed. Wait, did you? Of course. Did she come? Did she? No. But what? I still invited her because she asked me to. What is better than Emily Marcus's bat mitzvah? Was there an Ugg convention in town? No, like you guys, it was pretty lit. But like, I'm just confused because all of a sudden, this girl, she went to my high school too, drops out freshman year. I guess she was homeschooled or something, but this was when Instagram started to take off when Kylie was in the phase of blue hair extensions so, and her lips were getting as big as Uranus. So wait a minute. Did you think when she was like passing you notes in math class at what age, basically? 12. When, okay, 12. Cut to now. Cut like, to now. Her gels filled butt I don't know what even goes in a butt that's fake would be like on your nose twerking from TikTok on social media in this quarantine like would you have guessed it would you have that so ravened into the future to see this happening at the time if only I could okay we have a mutual friend Tiffany Tiffany oh, is a supermodel love Tiffany she's incredible Beautiful. she tells me all these things that models do that people like Anastasia and Kylie have done listen to this if you always wonder why they have tiny waists and huge asses it's not by immaculate conception of them being on this earth. It is because there is a procedure you can do where you squeeze fat out oh, of yeah. your, yeah, I didn't know this, out of your stomach and you put it yeah. in your ass. Yeah. What is it called? Yeah. Some deranged thing. No, that, like, like dementia. No. I'm just like, so apparently that's a thing. That's why they're toned. That's why they always have, you know, they have perfect hair. And then Anastasia was getting brand deals super early on. Now she has a publicist, 8 million followers, dating people from The Bachelor. Like what is going on? No, wild. You're like, one thing I knew, we were giving each other party ball checks mix at our bat mitzvahs. Next thing I know, they're twerking and twirling on my head. Her sister, Alexia, like I knew all of them, like Anastasia Kornikolau. And now she's like doing collabs with Frankie's bikinis and interviews on Us Weekly about her quarantine beauty night routine. Dude, and the crazy thing is when you look at Kylie before she was putting needles on her head, like you would never, ever, you would see her on the street, I'm sure, and be like, cute girl, and keep walking. Like for sure, I got a little bit of like, oh my God, like that's Kylie, but it never... I mean, this was a girl who literally on TV was like being shamed about wearing makeup by her father. Like she was kept in a very tight leash. Like she was kind of the like 
odd man out of the family. And now she's literally leading the flock into the wild, into an African safari where they're just thriving. A safari called billionaires. I mean, it's just absolutely insane. And another person who is pretty well known and out there who's from this area is Jordan Woods. Oh, and we have both met. Well, Emily's like best friends with Jordan Woods and her mom. Like Elizabeth, love you. I literally texted her after the scandal broke. We'll get to that. They're having some over parties. Like I'll just tell you guys how I met her because that kind of precedes um, the whole breakdown era. Um, So yeah, basically my friend Matt, my dear friend Matt, who's probably listening now, shout out, love you, honey. He is an incredible publicist, kind of like my mentor in PR. And um, he's like my Rob, but we don't like, we're not, you know. 100, I got you. He was inviting me to this event that one of his clients was doing. She was singing at. It was a really pretty like kind of barbecue-esque vibe. And I think you were actually there was earlier the in the Malibu day. One? Yes, but you left before. And then Elizabeth came. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, I wanted to source her up at the time. And um, before this is before Jordan was like, well, relevant. no, no, no. I was there. I was leaving when she came. Mm-hmm. And this girl strolls up casual as fuck wearing flip flops. Like, we're in this like spacey blue open, eyeliner. Yeah, spacey open airy market thing in Malibu. And she comes up like Denise Richards 2.0 with her flip flops chilling out next thing i know like emily's playing ring around the rosie with her in the parking lot i just bounce but and she comes when the event is literally over they're cleaning up the flamingos like no, no they literally had like blow up flamingos no i do remember that and um yeah and so you know i was chatting with her trying to chat her up we exchanged numbers i did some stories for her all that jazz and then yeah we kind of just became friends like we text sometimes cool. about yeah. different things going on. Cool um, lady, cool lady. Cool, cool gal. Jordan is great. Jordan's actually pivoted out of this clusterfuck in a really classy way. And I think that she has a good upbringing. Oh my God, I will say something super fucking random about Elizabeth Woods. Um, before she entered this whole Kardashian thing, like she's very close to Will Smith. And do you know that? They're close to the Smith family. Yes, yeah. And um, so Elizabeth's ex-husband like worked on a show before he passed away that Will was on. Something like some weird, there's some weird connection there. Elizabeth apparently always borrowed money from this one woman. And this woman was like really pissed at Elizabeth and wrote this whole book about how Elizabeth Woods is basically a con artist. And she put it on Amazon. And you guys, this book is a wild fucking ride. This woman literally who like claims Elizabeth lived with her on and off throughout the years. And she knew her and her husband and Will Smith like claims Elizabeth owes her hundreds of thousands of dollars. I somehow got in touch with this woman through my old job. And I wish if I can find the book, I'm going to like post it somewhere because you guys, this shit is ratchet. I don't know if half of it's true because Elizabeth seems like a lovely woman, but this woman has her in a pit hole. So that is just a weird little side note. But yeah, they're very close to the Smiths. I mean, well, I want to get your input on this because yeah. I interviewed. So Jordan Woods, you guys, she's the one who was like headlines heard around the world. She's best friends with Kylie and then was doing like the Humpty Dumpty with Chloe's baby daddy, whatever. And it became this huge big thing. It's all anyone ever heard about before there was a thing as coronavirus. And I interviewed Jordan recently. She's a total sweetheart for sure. But I will say, and Em, you're the PR expert, and I want to see how you feel about this. So you guys, I interviewed her at the event where I talked about it in the last Housewives episode where I did the squat and talked to Lisa Vanderpump and Ken and Jiggy for 17 years. And Jordan's mom was there with her. And I pulled her aside. It was a total mess of an event. And I just said, you know, I want to interview you quickly. And her mom, I think it was 
Oh, no, no, no. It was Jordan who said it. She was, like, totally, like, as long as it's not about anything that happened. And I think her mom was with her or and, like, kind of gave the okay, like, yeah, exactly, like, that kind of thing. And there's always a way to pivot. There's always a way to pivot. But also, don't you feel as a PR expert, like, you should craft something to address it still? Because I feel like it was such a huge thing. And I really hate when celebrities brush huge stories under the rug as if they never happened like you have to we've talked about this before like you're a public ass figure honey like you need to figure out how to acknowledge like stuff that's gone down you know so I actually disagree I think it's been over a year at this point and I think you interviewed her a few months ago like when it was around the year mark and I have to yeah and I have to say I feel like this girl has said it. She's been through it. She went on Jada Pickett-Smith's show. She aired the tea. She was on um, Cosmo UK, I think, or 17 UK, something like that, where she gave a full exclusive interview about it. She gets asked about it every single time she goes anywhere. I think she's really said her piece. I think she's trying to move on. She's done a lot of cool things in her own right. She started a fitness brand um, that I was actually consulting with Elizabeth on because I have a client in that world too. And I think she's kind of trying to like pave her own path, get like a little bit spaced out from them. She hasn't obviously been in their circle. She's really separated herself from that and she's doing cool things in her own right. So I have to say, I feel like at that point, it's just fucking annoying to like, obviously she's used to being asked about it because they'll ask, we'll ask roundabout questions. Like, you know, yeah. how do you keep up with like, how do you stay happy when you see headlines about you? Or like, who do you rely on when things get hard? We'll like throw something in there so we can make a headline. That's dollar makes us holler. Because like the outlet I was working for obviously wanted, uh, you know, wanted me to ask, are you still like keeping in touch with Kylie? How's it going? Are you keeping in touch with Tristan? Uh, think about that. I mean, here's the thing though. And I'm never for like, a tacky headline stitch, but you know that middle America would be goddamn salivating if Jordan Woods was like, I do, we're do-, like, but it would never happen. That. Like, she's not going to answer that. That's There's the always going to be limits. And honestly, yeah. this girl is not like a 30 year old homewrecker. She's a kid who fucked up really badly. And like, I think kind of lay off of her. Like, I remember that day when the story broke. That was, I did not have a busier day writing for a magazine since no. uh, Meghan Markle joined the ranks of the royals. And it was a fucking shit show. And like, I'm glad it kind of has rolled over because she's, again, she's a kid. And like, she got a lot of support from the Smiths. I know that. Fun fact I am actually friends with Willow Smith on Facebook because oh we grew up together too. Oh. She went to some weird Scientology middle school right next to my middle school. And her name on Facebook, you guys, I'm going to, should I tell people? They're going to literally add her. It's Bean Ice. And Wait, here's the thing about her. I just want to say this really quick. It has to do with Jordan. She posted, I'll find it, this whole savage thing recently about how the Kardashians suck and how she's <gasps> team Jordan, Jordan forever. Jordan is the best. And my friend, Mai, took a screenshot of that and sold it to TMZ for $300. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> why from calabasas it's thursday afternoon no literally i just had to say that because it's fucking iconic and that's just how small calabasas oh is. my god that's amazing talk about dollar make you holler dude. no like my literally is like should i and i'm like absolutely i thought i was a hustler i'm like i need to take this master class at tmz listen harvey levin when he's not up chris jenner's pants he's just nowhere to be seen so he loves a good kardashian story I love Jada. That's for another time, but interviewed her. She's another one who like with Lisa Vanderpump, you would think she's your great, great 
aunt. Okay, she's not that old, but you know what I'm saying. She As seems, in, like, you go way back. She seems so untouchable, but she's, like, so fucking candid in her interviews. I guess she just chooses the outlets to be candid. She just doesn't give a fuck. I love it. You know, neither of us have interviewed Kendall or Kylie. Have we? Have you? I know I haven't. I don't think I have unless it's me, like, yelling at them for a quote. No. Kylie, how's... Travis's ball sack doing I'm 50 feet away from you but my outlet is hoping you're gonna answer mm-hmm. no I don't think I have if you do would you be like Kylie remember this and do like the handshake from Camp Calabasas oh my god I wish I wonder if we had like a theme song I could just shout like, at her for real would you though would you be like so here's the tea like oh I've, probably I've known you since you were four no like I went to eat you right what's up like there are some celebrities where I try to like if I know them somehow like okay I and Zering my uncle is like best friends with some guy who does business with him. So I literally went up to Ian Zeering at the premiere of his weird ass like shark zombie movie. And I was like, oh my God, oh, yeah. my uncle's Dave is Bruce Freeman who knows Dave Rosenthal, who knows you through the moon and the stars. And he's like, oh yeah, I've met Bruce before. Like get this fucking girl away from me. So I no. kind of try not to do stretches anymore. I do that. With- <laughs> yeah, She's like, after that, I walked away from that life. I literally will do that all the time. I'll be like, oh, hi, so-and-so. Remember when you and I had this meeting? Meanwhile, like this conversation I've, I would have had with like said celebrities, like the highlight of my year, like most amazing thing. I'm like, oh my God, where is my Pulitzer? Where is Ronan Farrow? This was the best conversation I've ever had. I'll bring it up to the celebrity a year later. They literally look at me like I'm the ghost of Christmas past dead no. eyes. So no. like, bitch, oh. I wouldn't know you if you were literally writing my face. And they'll say, oh yeah. And like literally yeah, like eyeing their publicist. Like yeah. when you eye your friend, like at a bar, like let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But the thing is, okay, we also, I want to touch on the fact that we know other people in their inner circle because they have a large inner circle. And by the way, you guys, we've met Chris. We've met Kim. We're waiting for the grand finale for that. So it's coming. Buckle up, guys. Yeah. We haven't forgotten. No, we want to start small and broaden no. our horizons. No, exactly. And start you guys. Small. We start with Kylie. No. Like we're going to start small. Before like, we even start with the ranks of Faye Resnick and how, Steph Shep, no. Mep, Wep. I want to get into the people who do the day-to-day shit because let me tell you, first off, I've heard from people that being an intern at Jenner Communications, whatever, doesn't pay. And Chris is fucking ratchet. Are they taking notes from Ellen DeGeneres? No, it's insane. Like you're not folding baby clothes at Dash every day, honey. It's just not happening. Oh my God, rip. And I know somebody, I'm not going to say her name, who is a personal assistant for Chloe. And I know her because my makeup artist does this woman's makeup almost every day at 5 a.m. before she goes to Chloe's house. The little people. This girl feels like she needs to be in full glam every single day. Uh Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Chloe's assistant. Oh. Chloe's assistant gets her makeup done every morning before going to Chloe's house. Because my friend is the makeup artist. I just want to say, if you guys watch their show and you ever feel inadequate or look on their social media and you're like, well, I don't look like that. My God. How many Sephora trips do I have to go on? Like, you guys... Case in point, it's not like, possible. their makeup people are doing their makeup and have their own makeup people. Also, not only do they airbrush shit, but that's not what you look like on Instagram. When I have my makeup on that much, I look like a fucking drag queen. And then the magic of Photoshop and Facetune makes it look normal. But in person, they're literally their cover up is throwing up on you. We know a lot of people in their circle. We know a publicist who's awesome and badass. And we actually asked 
said person to come on this podcast. But since like, obviously, if you're this close with them, like you are giving your blood, you're doing a blood oath, you're giving your hair samples, you are like smearing that blood on an NDA. I mean, you can't. So she was like, I love you both. Oh, sorry. She, she, they, he, her, uh, it, gender fluid person. No, they're not gender fluid, but you get what I'm saying. Try not to give away who it is. Was like, I politely decline being on your podcast because I've sworn my life away and future embryos to these people. I want to know Kylie's pregnancy. Like if she gathered up the troops, gathered up the people, the clan and said, if you tell anybody, I will literally like, like make you pull out the baby yourself. Like what did she say to these people? What did she have them sign? What did they give her? She's literally Tom Cruise. They are Scientology. Like nobody said a fucking word. And she claimed to be out and about like going to in and out doing her thing in Calabasas. She wasn't seen for nine months this woman and there were people at the Christmas party every year like Faye Resnick like Kyle Richards who knew who saw her didn't say a fucking peep so I want to know why these loud mouth bitches Kyle and Faye will tell you anything about the Kardashians ever they literally would not have told you about Kylie if you were being waterboarded the FBI delivered that baby you will never convince me otherwise don't even try no I, I it's literally a conspiracy baby but um, it's like yeah they, these people close to them like Faye Resnick is a girl who's like she's kind of like a backup dancer like an extra character who's always yeah. at their events and we've interviewed her so many times oh my god Faye's a badass bitch you guys I talked to her at this event that Emily and I both interviewed Chris at and I was like Faye Faye is like, she was intertwined in that whole OJ Simpson thing. She's besties with Chris. She was friends with Nicole Simpson and she'll make appearances on housewives. And I asked her like, would you ever be a housewife? And she looked at me like she just could not for one more, not at me, but at the question as if Andy Cohen and the whole entire franchise of the housewives was like the aunt she stepped on, on her way in. Like, she could not have entertained that for one more second. She was like, ugh, not for me. No, sorry. Don't, They're just so catty. I'm like, Faye, I love you. Don't get it qu- twisted. She loves the attention. She'll go on for a little sneak peek, a little rendezvous, yeah. just to keep in your awareness. But she is not going to oversaturate your screen. She wants to be a little mystery. She oh. wants to slide oh. into your DMs. Oh. She wants to oh. be remembered. She wants to be 100% that bitch. Go, Faye. Go, Faye. Go, Faye. She'll do a little shout out to her interior design business, which no one cares. She'll be like, she'll say this like really shady thing and be like, but I can design your couch. Like, no, like, shame of it. but speaking of facades and how people are, I don't know if we were speaking of that, but now we're going to, uh, yeah, kind of with the makeup thing and how people aren't always as they seem. Steph Shep, you guys know Steph Shep. You may, you may not. She was Kim's assistant um, for a long time. She kind of looks like Kim and now she has exploded she it was a huge story because she quit working for Kim and it was all of a sudden like it was her claim to fame because people were like what the fuck happened because yet again like middle America and people on Pluto are obsessed with this family and anyone they breathe on and now she has all of she has like millions of followers all these brand deals like Steph Shep jeans for J brand like just crushing it okay. she's literally working for Bumble she I, I oh, want to yeah. know what her house looks like because you guys Gorgeous. if you follow her on Instagram she only with her Google Plus ad phone only takes one picture in the mirror where you see this sprawling living room and backyard. But I want to know if this is actually a nice condo or if this is just a nice one-story property somewhere because that kind of salary working for a Kardashian does not buy you some kind of mansion in Los Angeles. So I think her house is literally a wild conspiracy. I have made a spider web of strings attached to the culprit because listen, she only posts a picture in one ass room. Have we seen her kitchen, her bedroom, her bathroom? Have we? 
I thought she just got this rich working for Kim. It has to be like the Google money, the Bumble money, because, (gasps) and also I don't think it's as big as we think it is, but she is blasting her long ass mane everywhere. And another Steph Shep story, she's also out and about in Calabasas all the time. Oh yeah. I mean, I actually, Tiffany again, used to work at Dry Bar. Dry Bar is this really cute little place where they don't do any other hair things except blowouts and they give you champagne while it's done. It's magic. And um, Steph Shep goes to Dry Bar well, used to all the time in Calabasas. My friend Tiffany would do her hair and she would just bitch about Kim and Kanye. Uh, and literally she would read her text with Kim out loud. Like, oh my God, like to her. Cause you know how you kind of vent your hairstylist, like a therapist. Oh, 100%. She would literally say shit like, oh my God, like oh, Kim and Kanye are just fighting again. Like ugh, Kim's really oh, fucking annoyed. Casual. Like I literally broke stories because like people overheard this shit. Like Steph did not close her mouth. She parted with Chris or Chris, Kim, in Courtney, maybe there's a reason. That like, is so like crazy how she was so casual. That's like me complaining about my like sixty something neighbor who's too loud who lives above me. It's like yeah. knock it off, Sally. What are you doing up there bowling? Meanwhile, Steph Shep is like out and about talking about Kim's marital issues with oh I don't know Kanye West. Like okay, no, same. it's crazy. Like this girl cannot keep it closed. But this is what is crazy is again with the facade. Like you look at Steph Shep and you're like this girl is crushing it. She's making millions. She's gorgeous. She pretty much looks like Kim Siamese twin. I interviewed her at this event and she is one of us. She's one of us. We need to get her on the show. She is one of me. She's one of you. She's one of you, Sarah in Kentucky. She's one of you, Abigail in Missouri. I swear to God. I interviewed her at this thing. She was speaking at on a panel and her mom was with her. And she and I got into this whole existential discussion about life and how being in a creative field You never know what's next. Like, this is my life story every other day, like crying in my pillow. And she was like, no, literally, like, I have such anxiety. She's like, I feel like I don't know where my life is going. I don't know what is going to happen after this. Like, just the uncertainty and like, you never know and blah, blah, blah. And it just, I felt so inspired. I was like, damn, if Steph Shep is feeling this way. You were seen, you were heard, you were acknowledged. Jesus Christ, superstar. Yeah, I mean, it's true. And a lot of people in Hollywood feel this way. I mean, not everybody is like Brad Pitt signing movie deals left and right. For a lot of people that you think they're thriving, oh. they're actually probably trying to get the next gig too. They're not as rich as like we think they are. Like I've no. been to some of these people's houses. I've seen some of their lives day to day. A lot of them are the Tory Spellings of the world and not the Angelina Jolie's of the world. I won't lie. It's because when you think about it, you sign a movie, you do the movie. Guess what? You can only yop around Kane for so long until you're broke, bitch. And then you need to sign your next movie. So it's like up and down all around. Side note, I always thought it was cons until very recently. But yeah, I mean, the reality is a lot of you guys are, a lot of them are selling their soul to like fit tea. A lot of them are selling Sugarfina ads on Instagram. That's just the way it is because it's a struggle, honey. Oh no, it's so bad here. You guys don't even know. Um, but like the thing is they are still different than us. Like as much as the Kardashians do shit that like is relatable, that's their whole brand on being at TV, being open. They are still getting their nails done somehow during quarantine. Please. Kylie literally posted a picture. Like she's asking for drama of her cute ass little nails. And I have questions because I have tried bribing so many manicurists. I know to come over and they won't do it. I was like, I will stick my hands through a doggy door. What do I need to do? Like, 
is she or is she not wrangling Stormy and said age little girls for a sweatshop to do her own nails? I mean, give and me a break. this bitch moved during a quarantine. If you haven't noticed on Instagram, Kylie Jenner is in a new home in Encino, a very nice residential neighborhood. Great to raise a child. 10 out of 10. It is a sprawling estate that she is there with Stassi. Sprawling. Sprawling. She's sitting outside spraying her cheap ass Kylie skin sunscreen on herself and a Frankie's bikini tanned, fresh nails, fresh brows, living her best life while Stormy is upstairs watching trolls also living her best life. No. And we're sitting here. I'm a 29 year old with gray hair because I'm trying to get in touch with unemployment every fucking day. I mean, really? Meanwhile, I'm literally staying up till three in the morning because all I do is drink coffee and stroke my anxiety ego all day. And that's just the fact of the matter. So as much as they say they're relatable, are they though? Next question. Um, that's how I feel about that. So Scott and Sophia, it's like a little Sophia. sidebar. I feel like they're kind of whatevs, like sidebar sitch. But, but let's, do you have, have you met them? So. Oh, well. I, <laughs> have I? Y'all get ready, buckle up the seatbelts in the Ferrari. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with these two crazy kids. I have seen them at a lot of events. By the way, Lionel Richie is the sweetest goddamn man. Oh. A superstar, a legend. Beyond. I usually cover American Idol and it's every week and you go and you interview the judges and the contestants. You guys. He loves you, Tay. You've gotten some great stories with him. He's so sweet. And on our last one last season, he was like, you are like family when I, I was like. Where's the Christmas invite? Except I'm not rich. Am I in the holiday card? Am I like family? Prove it. Show me the money. Is Sophia giving me a part of her like sponsorship deals? Like. What's the tea? Is she money laundering over to my account or not? Taylor Ritchie, is it a thing? Is it not a thing? Let me know. I feel like it has a ring to it. I think so too. So I see Scott and Sophia out and about all the time. They're super chill. I will say, I know people are really critical of their relationship, but seeing them in person, I feel like they do. They are super comfortable. Like they have a cute little rapport. They look like best buds. It's like, interesting because you wouldn't, it's, it's, their relationship is weird. It strikes chords for a lot of people, but in person, it's very organic. 100%. So I'm just going to keep this as vague as possible because, mm-hmm. like, I don't want people coming after my ass. Legality. But also, like, sue me, like, take all the $5 of my account, spend it, share the wealth, like, have a Have ball. a great day at the 99 cent store. Tell me no. what you bought. No. Snap an Instagram selfie with that, like, with that wrapping paper, honey. Like, the dollar menu has no idea what's coming. No, like. But let's just say this. I was at a kind of like boutique little art gallery opening in West Hollywood. Scott and Sophia were there. All I'm going to say, this is like a little choose your own adventure. I was really close to them, like arm's length. And I saw them doing stuff near the bathroom. The end. A fairy tale of sorts. Just listen closely. My Scott and Sophia story is a little different. Yeah. Um, I was at this event that I literally didn't give a flying fuck about. I would literally went to I'd sweatpants and it was like at this club. That's just my vibe. And Scott and Sophia were in this like VIP area. I was up there. The publicist was kind of afraid of them. So sometimes what happens when that is the case is they're like, oh yeah, just go up and approach them yourself. So it's like, great. You're not going to give me an introduction. Now I'm just some random ass hoe who's going to go shake Scott Disick's hand. Like, fuck you. But anyway, went upstairs, did that. I am with this reporter who we will have on the show. His name is Regan. This man is the opposite of what you would think an entertainment reporter is. But he is beloved by female celebrities. They will literally 
get on their knees no. for him every single second. Like the Kristen Bells of the world, the Julia Roberts of the world are in love with this man. Emily and I could be on a carpet and ask a female celebrity a question. They will spit on our foreheads. Next thing we know, Regan, who is like, think like Sons of Anarchy meets... <laughs> what oh my god like a, like, like a, a musical theater person meets like a bottle of red wine oh he literally has red wine in a starbucks cup at every single carpet no. rides he a motorcycle can, has no. a dog but also is like super sweet and like volunteers at the hospital every day yeah. so he will ask so and so the same exact question i just asked next thing i know i turn around they're 69ing no. like this is the wit and charm and the spell that he casts on female celebrities so it's a thing just it's think real. about that yeah so i was like great regan is with me this is great he'll be my easy end to sophia and also he doesn't give a fuck like he's got, i've seen this man getting fights with publicists with security because he doesn't give a fuck so he goes right up to scott just security and he's like hey like i'm regan can i talk to scott and then this big, like, huge security guard goes, does Scott know you? And he's like, I'm just going to, I want to talk to him. And the security guard goes, Scott, Regan wants to talk to you. And then Scott would not talk to Regan, like, in the face. So he, Scott tells the security guard, I don't know, Regan, who is he? And the security guard, who are you? And then, like, Regan goes, I work for X outlet plots, but it's a very big publication. Security guard, oh, he works for whatever. And Scott goes, no, I'm not doing any interviews tonight. And Regan literally is about to get in a fight with this bouncer. And Scott and Sophia are just standing there staring at the balcony, like totally oblivious of what is going on. And it was just hilarious because all like the whole entire time, Emily, you know what that reminds me of that little story. You just told that little anecdote. Tell me. It reminds me of the time you and I requested to have an F list actor on a new Netflix show who no one knows. He has 30,000 followers on our podcast. And his people said, let's check his schedule and haven't gotten back to us amid quarantine. That's what it reminds me of. He is Scott Disick in this scenario. You have nowhere to be besides staring at the drying walls. I mean, that's just another thing of like them thinking they're better than us, which I mean, listen, you have private jets and you have a lifetime membership at the VIP list of John and Vinny's, but I still count too. It's just funny because it's like you have somewhere to be. So that's like another extension of the fam bam. That is just paving the way of like their outer circle. You guys, the Kardashians have this literal cult. They are all drinking the Kool-Aid. What is going on over there? We don't know. I just want to say, I love how we included Kylie as their like outer circle. circle. (laughs) No, she's she's leading the cause. She's flying in their orbit. This was like a little pregame because in part two... We are going to get in to Chris, to Bruce, to to, Brody, to Brandon, um, Kanye. Even I have a little Kanye tidbit for you guys to our grandma, Linda Thompson. We are going to dig deep into the outer ranks of the Kardashian (laughs) fam. So, yes, right now we are not even close to being done keeping up. So, guys, take a little breather. Take a little sip of air. Take a little sip of rosé. Spritz on your Kylie Cosmetics perfume. Put on your Kylie skin, whatever the flying F that means. And buckle up. Part two is coming your way.